Welcome to New Friends Cinema, where we get to know each other by sharing our favorite movies. From childhood throwbacks to recent comforts, we walk through the stories together. Keep in mind, this podcast contains mad spoilers, and join us at the New New Friends Cinema. Hello, and welcome back to New Friend Cinema. Hello. <laughs> I practiced that. That was a very good moment of silence. That was almost too good. Yeah. Making yeah. me silent for a couple seconds. Good luck. <laughs> uh, I'm Dakota. And I'm Courtney. Uh, and we are very excited, I would think. Yes. I immediately want to just get it out of the way, though. Just rip the bandaid off? Yeah. So this episode <laughs> is supposed to actually be episode five, but it is episode four mm-hmm. because I did not do my due diligence before our last recording. Settle down. S- settle. Settle. I blame myself. And it was totally a technical issue. Our last recording uh, was completely unusable uh, as we walked out of the studio, patting ourselves on the back for how m- far we've come and how great we're four, <laughs> four episodes we're, in, two we're and crushing two. it. Girl. And uh, immediately went back and listened, and it sounded like we were recording on tin cans. That's what you, you told me that we sounded and... like World War II fighter pilots in a tin can. Yeah, it it didn't work out, and that's okay. Yeah, and you know what? I It, it, it was the universe. I think there was... There was a reason why it was that episode that didn't come, that get to come and see the light of day. That's okay. You know, uh, we learned, we lived, we loved, and did, we... Did, did you cry? Persisted. I did not cry. I was more angry than sad. Oh. Hopefully I reassured you enough. I mean, okay. yeah, I knew you weren't going to be mad at me, but it's <laughs> just like we fucking, like... <clears throat> did the work we did all the work we recorded for like two and a half hours and we're very excited to pull that movie out again eventually yes so it's going back in the hat and it will come back when it is time when it is time but that also means that instead of it being back and forth back and forth like it should be now three out of four of the episodes that we have are me narrating and i'm not mad about it because i love i love listening to you tell me about your movies oh uh, yeah but i uh i swear i'm not trying to sl- to uh, sabotage you <laughs> yeah just your over. movies they seem to not record every time it's yours <laughs> something goes wrong no i would never. it's all good baby we're yeah. here now we're here now yeah. and it's the lost episode Ooh. Right, it's the it's in the archive. The It'll episode that shall not be named, but it might go back in the hat, and it will be named eventually. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, no spoilers. There were some really crazy, freaky deaky through lines. Ooh, so Dakota and I are noticing that we kind of predict the future. We are seeing patterns. Mm-hmm. We are seeing patterns emerge <laughs> through our choices, through the randomness, the chaos that is picking from the hat. Of course, uh, patterns are emerging. Actors are appearing after we've named them explicitly and discussed them. And it's very creepy and kind of exciting because I feel like we have power. We absolutely have power. Yeah. Yes. We are going to. This is dangerous what we're doing. Yeah. Like <laughs> lost episode. Oof. God, yeah. I'm glad it didn't work because we would. Our heads would be too big. We would have spaked something into being. <laughs> spaked. Spake. <laughs> Spoke. Spake. I love it. It sounded correct. Cool. Yeah, but we have exciting news because we have a pretty 
great movie to talk about today. Oh, I was like, One what's the, the news? Artists. What's the news? Why are we here? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, we were both pretty excited about yeah. this. I think anyway, I was very excited. Mm-hmm. This is your movie. A fave, obviously. <laughs> um, we are talking about The Wedding Singer this Ooh, week. Oh, The Wedding Singer. Uh, I love this movie. This is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. And he has a lot. Yeah. And movies. I I like Adam Sandler movies. I don't love them. <clears throat> All Adam Sandler movies are not created equal. Oh, no. No. But there are a lot of them that I really love Mm -hmm. this is the best one the amount of times in this movie that i went oh my god this is so cute uh ty quickly had to say i'm i'm here you don't have to keep telling me (laughs) (laughs) him Uh, and drew barrymore's chemistry is just so good it's so sweet they've done a lot of movies together they love working together it's very sweet yeah and i i love seeing them together and Mm -hmm. it's just this this classic 1998 Mm -hmm. right they're young and Drew is such an amazing actress and she's so, so funny and sweet. sweet. Mm-hmm. There's a lot about this movie that had me cackling. There's so many bits and yeah. I will name a few for sure. And there's also like elements of this movie that I was like, whoa, that that is that was the comedy of the time, right? Yeah, there's some there's some. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm really excited to like, go scene by scene because there are some really, really good comedy gold yeah. moments another one where there are some yeah comedy bits where it's like that is specifically something that i find hilarious yes like, yeah it's, okay yeah so very very happy to be here talking about this movie as i said released in 1998 directed by frank karachi who also directed Waterboy, blended here comes the boom ridiculous six click he's done a lot of all the adam sandler, adam sandler movies. movies yeah and um I'm not going to walk through the whole cast. We already know Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore are here. I have the names of other people. We'll talk about them as they come up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Before we begin. Yeah. Oh, should we talk about it a little bit more? Why it's important? Is that yeah, Well, I'm say? curious. Like, yeah, what yeah. is this movie? And in the sense of like, what is it to you? And why did you put it in the hat? This is one of my mom's favorite movies. Nice. We had it on VHS. My mom uh, is a romantic and so there were a number of movies that we would watch and watch and watch when I was growing mm-hmm. up. The Wedding Singer, Grease, Mamma Mia, mm. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Those a are... lot of singing and dancing in these movies too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And uh, my best friend Kelsey, this is also one of her favorite movies. Shout and... out best friend Kelsey. Yeah. And we would have uh, sleepovers as, as adults mm-hmm. to up until adulthood. Before going to bed, we would often just put it on to fall asleep to like as the last thing of the night, you mm-hmm. know, as you're like curled up in bed eating too many peppermint patties and <laughs> and giggling so how, it's just like a yeah how many times do you reckon you've seen this um ballpark it baby the limit does not exist <laughs> <laughs> the limit does not exist no yeah i i can't i cannot ballpark it i don't if i'm being conservative 50 times i, I would am, think i am so honored that we are now at 51 <gasps> 51 <gasps> Oh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Call back there. 50 first dates. Oh, yeah. And also 51 views. I texted you last oh. night. 51 <laughs> listens. 51's the magic number. And three of those listens are mine. <laughs> At D&D, last week we did percentages and I rolled 51. Oh, creepy. Everyone rolled low. I was the only one that got over 50%. Remember? Yeah, and then you had to fight yourself. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, what about you? How, how has this existed in mm. your life? This was definitely... This was not a rental. 
because again, a lot of the movies that came up in my life that I would watch and rewatch just happened to be those movies that were just constantly on TV. Like this was a TBS channel movie. I think maybe this was also like a sleepover birthday party movie that you would throw on. But I just remember it being a pretty big cornerstone of, I don't know, just like it was like a lot of rude humor that completely went over my head at the time when I watched it back then. But it it definitely had a soft spot in my heart, especially when you you hear him start singing. His singing in this movie, some of the best songs mm-hmm. ever like i'm we're gonna yeah talk about them as they come up but every time they like that you get especially to the one in the mid part yeah and you're just like oh it's good. so fucking good <laughs> like i love it and i just love this character for him you know mm-hmm. you feel for him a lot of times too i feel like adam sandler in his movies he plays kind of that like gruff guy the gruff guy who's like got a heart of gold and really great mm-hmm. with kids but like uh, you know, doesn't necessarily know how to project that in like a loving and, and mm-hmm. you know, like a relationship kind of way. But this character, Robbie, is just just a, a sweet, loving mm-hmm. person. And yeah, I just love so, this character. So like, and we'll get into the reasons why, but certainly there's so many moments in this movie where you, your heart like blooms for him and it breaks for him. And he has, he is a suave motherfucker. That's for sure. Like he is able to turn the tide of a conversation. He says these zingy one liners, like you're rooting for him. Like he's definitely the main character of wanting him to be happy. Mm-hmm. And Adam Sandler, I won't say that he's like a conventionally attractive man, but mm-hmm. that young Adam Sandler, the smile with his like, what the would you smile call that? The smile lines yeah. and it like, it gets all tight and he's like, it's very genuine and yeah. it's just sweet. Yeah. yeah. Let's dive in. Okay. So the movie opens and we're, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't even said anything yet. Immediately. Immediately. It's so good. Uh, we're at a, a very 80s wedding. Lots of like teal puffy sleeves. Um, you are choking on polyester at this point. Yeah. The amount of synthetic material and hairspray, you could mm-hmm. like smell the room. Oh, smell yeah. it. The cigarette smoke. And oh. the, yeah. Obviously, he's a wedding singer. So mm-hmm. he is um, on the mic hyping up the crowd and he's singing uh, You Spin Me Round by Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. You spin me around. Right round, baby. Right but he's doing round. it like he's adding in, you know, lines and mm-hmm. saying, hey, you over there, get yeah, up and down. Call like out. That kind like of so personal, if you will. Yeah, and so that is uh, happening as the opening credits are kind of coming across the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see we're at the Ridgefield Banquet Hall in 1985. That's where they all work. 85. Mm-hmm. This is before we were alive this is exciting Mm -hmm. a lot of millennials were you know conceived at these weddings my mom was in high school i think oh yeah well i have a very young mom and you're a young millennial (laughs) (laughs) i'm mid-pack baby yeah (laughs) um so after the opening credits he calls the groom's brother david on stage Mm. who's played by steve buscemi and this is a very iconic performance by him this is a small cameo it's it's an incredibly memorable character he stands out that's for sure yeah so he is wasted yeah he's the best man at this wedding he's super drunk he's doing this best man speech that is 
terribly dark. It's, it's so awful. <laughs> Cringe. And oh. uh, he brings up how him and his brother had uh, intercourse with sex workers in the past. <laughs> yep. and, and just like how you think he's such a great guy, but he's not that great. And he's going, uh, he's like, well, he's always been the dependable one. And I've always been the screwed up one. Right, dad? And his dad like nods at him like yeah, yeah. and <laughs> moron <laughs> he's yeah it's just it's really horrible so um robbie jumps back up on the stage mm, and he grabs quick. he's quick yeah he's a, you know he's a professional he uh, takes the mic away from steve buscemi <laughs> david uh, <laughs> i do that a lot where i'll like switch between their real name and their i didn't know his name was robbie for the entire movie all of my notes were adam sandler i adam kept sandler. trying to write bobby every time <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> uh bobby bobby was last week oh. yeah yeah he uh takes the mic away and he's like okay yeah let's hear for the best yeah. man and steve buscemi's still on the stage he's like best man the better man and he like uh starts playing the guitar <laughs> and he's like cheers his beer on the cymbals oh. and it's just like everything not to do in a best person oh, speech so bad and then uh robbie makes a really nice speech to like soothe the crowd f- mm-hmm. after the like sex worker talk yeah. and all that stuff just saying like hey you know people make mistakes and he's a great guy i can see you guys are gonna love each other forever and uh he ta- brings up how he's getting married next week mm-hmm. as well and steve buscemi he's like leaning against the bar crying and he's like <laughs> he's great wedding singer <laughs> he has super high charisma stats let's just say he basically talked that spiraling wedding back into a party mm-hmm. very very clever and suave just love it yeah so robbie takes a break and he puts george uh on to take over george is played by alexis arquette yeah you just raise your hand <laughs> just oh raise my, my hand. god alexis arquette is sister of david arquette and um what's that patricia i would die for george is what i'm saying <laughs> george is a great george plays like the every instrument Every instrument, <laughs> the range, the yeah. vocal, the variety, the diversity. <laughs> I would die for George. I'm just saying. Yeah. And RIP to <laughs> Alexis Arquette. Oh, she really? passed away in 2016. Yeah. Well, now I'm sad. Yeah. So George takes over. But <laughs> the only song that George sings is Do You Really Want to Hurt yep. Me? <laughs> Do you really want yeah. to hurt yeah. me? Robbie approaches Sammy, who's his best friend, and he's a li- limo driver. Sammy's mm-hmm. played by Alan Covert another one of those adam sandler movie regulars besties right? yeah, yeah for sure um so he's leaning against the bar and he is thirsting after the new waitress played by drew barrymore drew barrymore julia sullivan mm-hmm. can we just take a moment to talk about how much we love drew barrymore i have a list i love her yeah i love her number one number two mm-hmm. she had a really wild and fucked up life mm-hmm. two or three um she's 21 in this movie yeah she is so sweet so young Mm -hmm. and i just i love her it's like a really interesting take on the manic pixie dream girl trope but she's kind of like also a bit bubbly and clueless and just sweet it's kind of like golden retriever energy that's what she gives she does have golden retriever energy and that's an interesting point to the the take of on the manic pixie dream girl because i i wouldn't have clocked that um, but yeah, but it's like a definitely more realistic, endearing version of that. Yeah. Like as a woman, I'm looking at that and being like, she's cute. she seems realistic to me though, yeah. too, as a character. Yeah. And like a little bit clueless. Yes. But like not dumb. No. Just like innocent or like yeah. pure, you know? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, <laughs> 
so Sammy is like thirsting hard after Drew Barrymore, oh. right? And he's being disgusting and he's saying like, Ooh. she's going to get it and I'm going to give it to her. And she doesn't even know it yet. Like all this just foul Gross. shit. Mm-hmm. And then, and it shows Drew and she's like smacks her tray <laughs> on someone's head and like not doing a great job, but um, doing her best. The amount of... um older folks in this movie that are handsy yeah like there was a grabby grandma there was a grabby grandpa I mean, we're gonna talk about that yeah <laughs> it's gonna come up <laughs> it's gonna come up for sure because i have thoughts on that <laughs> um so julia goes into the kitchen and she asks the chef for more prime rib and the chef is very rude to her mm-hmm. and then her cousin holly comes in holly's played by christine taylor the magnificent the elegant mm-hmm. she's married to ben stiller yeah irl mm-hmm comedy duo supreme so yeah holly comes in and asks for more prime rib and the chef is super nice to her and julia asks why he's nice to her and not and not to her right and she's and holly says that she let him look at her boobs at the christmas party using what you got and she's like it wasn't my finest hour but it's been a very good work environment ever (laughs) since so you know um we find out in this scene during this conversation that julia has been engaged to glenn her fiance for two years and she doesn't think that he's ever going to get serious and set a date for their Mm. wedding glenn is played by uh matthew glaive Mm -hmm. i've definitely seen him in other stuff oh yeah i've seen him too he tends to play a douche in a lot he's got the look she uh (laughs) yeah she says she feels stupid for moving to this town to be with him and holly tells her to go out go back and take a break and you know get some air yeah so she goes out back Robbie sees a sick, drunk teen who's about to puke, takes him out back to puke. Julia's mm-hmm. already sitting on the steps out back. Mm-hmm. So he takes this teen out. He pukes in the garbage. And Julia and Robbie, Robbie meet for the first time. Their meet cute mm-hmm. is next to a dumpster with a teenager vomiting yeah. all of his mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> so Robbie says that he couldn't let the kid puke in front of his family. And then she says, well, I'm glad I got to see it. <laughs> Which is so funny yeah um julia tells robbie that she's waitressing at his wedding next week Mm -hmm. and he notices her ring and asks if she's getting married too and she says that she's not sure how serious the guy is Mm -hmm. that she's engaged to Mm -hmm. and they have this conversation about like helping people it was super flirty yeah it was very sweet and like how he was saying how she's like the hulk Because she's doomed to, like, walk the earth. And then she's like, except I don't help people. And he's like, yeah, well, you do help people. Like, you bring people forks. They couldn't, (laughs) forks and fish and stuff. And people can't eat without forks. And she's like, "Uh, yeah, and they can't drink without a fish. (laughs) She's matching his silly energy in a really, oh, it's like, oh, I can see these two. It's it's just easy with them. It's just so easy. Um, And that's one of my favorite lines. I think that's very funny. You can't drink without a fish? Yeah. Because oh. it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. So Robbie gets called back inside because the crowd is turning on George. Oh. Because they have played the same song. Yeah. Who knows how many times at this point. I will fight them. Let George mm-hmm. sing. So in the next scene, uh, Robbie is playing piano at singing lessons for Rosie for her 50th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So he gives this woman singing lessons. Um, and she is, I have her down here. She's played by Ellen Albertini Dow. What a name. Mm-hmm. Albertini Dow. Is yeah. it hyphenated or no. is that one word? Um, she's in everything that he does, right? I Almost. Don't know. I think I think she's in a lot of stuff. I I didn't 
look further, but we all recognize her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like one of the two or three elderly women in Hollywood Mm -hmm. that like play all the... Her and Betty White had a chokehold on Hollywood (laughs) for a period of time. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, and so she's telling him she she's obviously a close family friend too. Yeah, I she thought it was about, his grandma. If I'm being honest. Oh no, but it's yeah. it. I hope it's not. Yeah. Well, if some of the conversations now, now the conversations have. make more yeah. sense. <laughs> so uh, she's yeah she she's talking to him and and saying that he's a born romantic, just like his dad. Mm. And she asks him, you know, if he's nervous about the wedding night, if it's going to be his first time, and she starts talking about how. It wasn't her first time at her wedding night, mm-hmm. and uh, she had already had intercourse with eight men. And she, she is a sex positive granny. <laughs> she's like, that's a that was a lot back then. That would be like two hundred today. <laughs> and he keeps being like, okay, stop, get like, it, granny. <laughs> oh my god, please. Um, and she pays him in meatballs. I yelled meat fists. Oh, I do not know why. Yikes. It literally came out when he had he was double fisting these big ass meatballs and i just it came out meat fists it was the whole thing was strange because then they held hands and squished the meatballs i don't remember that oh it's burned into my brain well she's just like i don't have a container (laughs) just put some in his hand and how she's she's like okay now you have to take a bite it's my favorite part to see how you're enjoying it and she's making the face like um that will be me when i'm old oh i hope so. i'm already pretty much like that oh yeah every time i cook for someone i'm like standing over them staring at them like tell me everything you're a great cook thank you you're a great cook i need the praise so julia in the next scene is in the car with her mom getting dropped off at robbie's wedding where we know she's going to be a server um there's a big like what would you call that poster board with the Billboard? picture of Linda and Robbie oh, on it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the mom's like looking and she's like, she's getting married. She's not half as pretty as you. Oh, <laughs> this Never. mother is the worst. And she's <laughs> Ross and Monica's mom. Oh, yeah. Also friends. That's also what I recognize her from. Too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> she's good. Uh, yeah. And her mom is like putting pressure on her to mm-hmm. get married and get Glenn to s- finally set a date. And she suggests that she uh, fake a pregnancy. Yeah. To get him to commit yeah and she's like in five years he'll thank you that is not true don't do that don't do that don't do that don't no manipulation let's just say a cute casual manipulation here and there is fine but don't don't fake a pregnancy that's not cool if you have to manipulate someone into marrying you it's not the right one no she gave me the the willies i liked it but (laughs) from a comedy standpoint not from like a yeah i love this so it's it's his wedding and there's the like the orchestra is playing don't stop believing so good all instrumental and this reminded me that there is this thing now because of bridgerton are you familiar with the i haven't seen it but i know (gasps) that everybody really the guy who was in the D &D movie was in it right reggie um, he was the paladin in the D and D movie. Oh yes! Oh, and everyone was like, in COVID, everyone was Great. foaming at the mouth over him. Oh, very much so. So uh, a classic thing of Bridgerton is they take modern songs and they make them classical. Oh, that's not an an anachronism. No. Oh no, it is. Is it? It is an anachronism. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Call back to first episode. Um, but wedding singer did it first. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. I'm sure they're the first one that ever did <laughs> ever that. did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh that laugh that i just did was fucking horrible it was authentic and you're keeping it in dakota <laughs> it's my goofy laugh she's 
<laughs> she's shaking. She's wiggling <laughs> her feet. Um, yeah, so Don't Stop Believing is playing. Robbie's at the altar. He's waiting. It's uh, obvious that his fiance Linda, is late. Uh, people mm. are kind of getting restless. Uh, Robbie's sister... Do we ever get her? What's her name? Did we ever get her name? I even, I just called her Adam Sandler's sister the whole movie. Great. <laughs> so she comes rushing up and says she just got off the phone with Linda's mom and oh. that there was a note from Linda saying she wasn't coming. Oh. And Robbie goes, so it was a bad note. A bad note. My heart. Yeah. It's just like you could just see him internally crumble. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. That's some, like Adam Sandler is a fantastic actor. I really think <laughs> I think I'll I'll say it say it i'll come out and say you'll, you'll, it i really think he is he has nuance in his mm-hmm. like his eyes and the emotional acting i think mm-hmm. but you know he can also be too much <laughs> but we all can and what is it to be too much all right i stare out the window longingly <laughs> yeah. um so he's stiffly he's like it's okay and then he like stiffly walks off the stage into this like what would you call that a pergola uh, I, it's like gazebo. a gazebo a gazebo but it's like uh quarantined off jesus it's um uh curtained so you can't see in but boy can you hear in yeah it's like a makeshift dressing room kind yeah. of thing there's like a mirror so he goes in there and he's looking in the mirror and then he like just starts raging throwing the mirror oh. and, like screaming and that is a very classic adam sandler oh trope right? over the like, top the yeah the tantrum? rage yeah. rage tantrum yeah which oh. is something that i'm not a big fan of mm. uh but in this situation it tracks yeah that is heartbreaking not mm. only stood up on stood at the stood up at the altar by a note didn't say why yeah and i just already love robbie mm-hmm. he's so excited to get married yeah, and i've been talking about it the whole movie so in love the whole movie he's been talking <laughs> about it robbie lives in the basement suite at his sister's house so he's mm-hmm. he's sitting at the table in his sister's like their area of the house um with his brother-in-law and sammy his best friend right and one of his nephews brings over a picture of Julia that he drew like horns on it yeah. or whatever. Super and those funny. kids are so cute. I, I distinctly remember, and we'll talk about it later when it happens, but they have some really funny lines in this movie mm-hmm. that catch you totally off guard. Yeah, it's totally. pretty great. So we find out here. So he brings this over. Robbie's like, that's not very nice, but good work. And then Robbie kind of w- solemnly like walks out and goes to his suite. And Sammy and his brother-in-law are sitting there. And then his sister comes in. And in this conversation, we find out that Robbie and his sister's parents passed away in an accident when Robbie was in the third grade. And Robbie has always wanted to get married. And it was around this time that that real want for creating a family started for Robbie. So that's just like another. It's, it's It's a backstory to the reasons why we see Robbie so intently, like romantic Obviously heartbroken that the marriage and the wedding didn't go as planned. It's so much deeper than just what we're, what we're seeing. Yeah. Um. So in the next scene, I I always it looks like dawn to me, but maybe it's sunset. I don't know. But Robbie's in some kind of twilight <laughs> lighting, sitting outside his house, and uh, Linda comes sidling up, oh. strutting up, slow strut. That hair, that outfit. Is that a mullet? Uh, I I I think it would be classified as a mullet for sure does robbie have a mullet oh it's a wig too i i was waiting to say it but is it a wig it's a it's a, it's a wig and it's a mullet and oh. I, I think she has more of like the wolf cut mullet whereas he has yeah. like straight up business in the front <laughs> party in the back yeah but it's short though yeah it's still like like it's not super long in the back no yeah. no his she walks up 
and just says that she couldn't do it and that she doesn't ever want to marry him because he's just a wedding singer. And he used to be like a sexy rock star that was going somewhere and Mm. like that's who she fell in love with. And now he's like washed up and not going anywhere and she's never going to get out of this town. And so we're basically learning like the only reason that she was with him Mm -hmm. is because of she wanted success via him, whatever financial you know she had this idea that he was going to be something famous i suppose Mm -hmm. and when it push came to shove and she was figuring out whether or not to marry him she's like uh no Mm -hmm. he's not famous enough which is like and he rock star enough yeah and doesn't he go like you know that would have been nice to know yesterday oh yeah yesterday (laughs) oh and fair enough man Mm -hmm. like information that would have been really great for me to have yesterday yeah thanks yeah, that line, I'm in love with the Bobby from six years ago. Yeah. Oof. So Drew, Julia, is listening to 99 Left Balloons. Before we move on. Oh, I'm sorry. We forgot. That little kid comes out from oh, the house yeah. and the camera does the closest close up on that kid's face as he says, Linda, you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And as a kid, I thought that was the funniest fucking thing because kids don't swear. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, Julia and Holly yeah. <laughs> live together. Yes. They're cousins, right? So Julia is listening to 99 Left Balloons on mm-hmm. her Walkman uh, in her like living room and gets the shit scared out of her by Glenn. <laughs> yeah. uh, he surprises her with two tickets to Vegas to get married. Mm. He's like, he says it's the romance capital of the world. Is it though? I think that's Paris, no? Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's talking about how, you know he doesn't want to have a big wedding with a bunch of strangers eating at the buffet and which is like what wedding have you been to where there are strangers eating the buffet but uh he's like it might as well be in vegas like you know i'm not into this kind of thing like let's just go to vegas and she she's like uh okay you know Mm. and he's like but are you gonna do the girl thing where you act happy but you're pouting on the inside oh and it's like don't be disappointing then Mm. like what why is it why is the onus on her like you're allowed to have your opinions about weddings yeah but that's like a conversation that you have with your partner not like it's just the classic don't pout on the inside it's weaponizing something he's created yeah Ugh. totally though yeah that really i we (laughs) spoiler alert we all of us Mm. hate glenn glenn is a piece of shit glenn is bad yeah uh, and this is our first time meeting him and we're like, oh, I know. <sighs> okay. immediately we're like, okay, you're the villain. He's a misogynist. <laughs> He's like very thoughtless and, yeah. and just like cocky and tacky. Like gross. Yeah. Um, so she says that she won't do no she won't do that i'm happy like mm. i'm really happy and he's like okay well then well, let's get married here because it's more important to you anyway so we'll do what you want. Aren't I, aren't I a great guy? And then she thanks him. Yeah. Like that dynamic is not Obviously, uh, it's not good. <laughs> Ugh. Um. So Sammy rolls up to Robbie's in the limo, and his brother-in-law, Robbie's brother-in-law, is outside, like doing in the garden, and tells him that Robbie's been in the basement for five days since it happened, since mm-hmm. his wedding mishap, and that his best friend's best friend needs to get in there and do something about it. Mm. Right. Um. <laughs> I like the brother-in-law as a character. <laughs> when he see he's very. It's very like. A strange casting choice i feel like it is strange isn't it <laughs> yeah i don't rem- i don't i didn't write down the actor's name but he's like he's in like the sopranos and stuff like he always plays like a gang a mafia guy right yeah like this kind of like hardened 
gangster style yeah it's just funny seeing him like but he tries yeah that's accurate he tries he really tries yeah whether or not he makes it no (laughs) (laughs) um so he yeah sends him inside to go cheer him up and we see that robbie's laying in bed he's Mm. his beard's growing out a little bit Um, he's heartbroken yeah and sammy says he needs to get his ass back to work like you're Mm. never gonna you're never gonna get over it if you don't get out there and get back to work so in the next scene, he's singing at a wedding and he is like catatonic. It is unbearable <laughs> it's and so hilarious. Bad. It's so clear that this man is not okay. He's and he's singing about love and it is not good. He's often he's like looking out into the crowd and he's seeing he's just seeing people kissing. <laughs> like it's like every <laughs> couple that's out there he's like clocking them and getting really triggered and he's singing holiday and he's like so holiday yeah and george is in the background trying so hard to like playing playing the piano and like doing the backup singing and like trying to trying to keep the mood up george is professional yeah george is supportive yeah i love george (laughs) holly goes up to sammy like watching him and and she's like oh god like he's so heartbroken why would he even think about coming back to work (laughs) sammy's like yeah i know right like who would ever do that yeah yeah sammy's like i don't know i don't know like you directly told him yeah it's your fault it's just i love that so yeah robbie's talking about how miserable he is Mm. and uh just like pointing out people in the crowd and and saying like you're never gonna find love like i i'm never gonna find love there's some like fat phobic stuff there's some you know i'm not gonna get into the really the details of it it was definitely the the comedy of the time of like let's make fun of people for what they look like yeah totally yeah i do like the mutants at table nine though i will say that that's that's funny and straight up those people fuck (laughs) you know they're the freaky they have the one of the actors at table nine mm. he his name is brian i can't remember his last name but he was on the Sil- sarah silverman project mm. he was one of her neighbors and that actor in this scene in a in a minute here is seen biting robbie's inner thigh when everyone's like attacking <laughs> him <laughs> it's like a really quick oh. anyway yeah so he's he's talking about how miserable he is putting it you know and then he starts singing love stinks oh yeah yeah was that an actual like when he was singing the lyrics at the beginning yeah. was that the lyrics of the song or was he making them up she loves this guy i, I have no idea mm-hmm. i don't even know what you're asking me so he's like singing it mm-hmm. and when you get to the chorus it's like oh yeah i know this song but was one thing's for shower yeah but like the the lyrics before that no, was that real you say love stinks love stinks i don't know okay. i have no idea i just didn't know if it was a real song but i mean it was the perfect song so good for this i love it the father of the bride knocks him out punches him out then we see everyone's like attacking him caps are being Brian not on bites on the, no like his inner thigh, oh, inner thigh. You can see he's like <laughs> Yeah, he's up there, man. I did not see that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Julia comes out back to find Robbie laying in the dumpster, literally in the dumpster <laughs> at rock bottom. Yeah. Um. He asks if everyone's left, and she's like, "Yeah, pretty much, except for a few cops who are still interviewing some witnesses." <laughs> Which means what we saw was just a prelude to just this the beginning that what happened. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he's miserable. He's mm. talking about how he hates everything and. He wants everyone to be miserable like him and he doesn't have love and he's never going to have love. And it, and it's yeah. really sad. And Julia's like, 
says that he's great and she's like you're great you're great at what you do like mm. um and that she and glenn set a date and that he has to sing at her wedding like <laughs> you have which, to which is like it, it it totally depends on how you interpret the scene but this whole time i was like girl read the room don't he talk about weddings don't talk about weddings yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i that's what i kind of meant by the clueless part of this character is like oh honey read the room he is not into she's this she's just so sweet right like she's Ugh. just trying she doesn't know yeah. she doesn't see that that's not helpful yeah totally that's it yeah uh, she invites him and sammy to her engagement party mm. that's happening tomorrow or in a couple days whatever and he walks away and she has tears in her eyes like she's Aww. really feeling for him yeah because she they have that banter she's seen that he's a sweet guy yeah you know and it he's been really hurt. hurt she was at the wedding she saw him be stood up Ooh, yeah. yeah dark so robbie comes upstairs to babysit for his sister uh and the kids ask if it's true that he's in the middle of a nervous breakdown <laughs> and he's like he's like who's been saying that and they're like everyone's been saying that just leave it to the kids to spill the beans on how people really feel about you. I just like, love that. And, the ki- and he's like, everyone, you only know like four people. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And his brother-in-law is trying to give him a pep talk, but he ends up just talking about him and Robbie's sister's sex life. Oh, yeah. Like I- he at the be- he starts and he's like trying to like give him a pep talk. But then he just starts talking about how like she'll pinch his nipples. Nipples were twisted. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff. And Robbie's like, please. <laughs> Please stop. I wrote that the brother-in-law is dot, 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 something. The next night, we're at the engagement party. It's at Glenn's house, I guess. It's a huge mansion. It's tacky. Yeah. He's loaded. The art is bad. The chandeliers are bad. Everything about it, I hate. Yeah. You don't have real taste, but you're just trying to show that you have money Mm -hmm. by these things. And they're bad. So Glenn asked Julia to take care of everything for the wedding because it's not his thing. So at this point in the movie, I really realized that this guy's a catch and we should protect him at all costs. <laughs> and he is the best person in the world. Just kidding. I hate him. <laughs> Great bit. I loved that. Thank you. Um, and his friend is also just as slimy and him and his friend mm. are talking about, oh, he's going to be so blasted. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, you won't even remember the wedding. Yeah, all this. And it's just like, you're like, ugh. they're just like, bros you know uh so robbie and sammy enter the party sammy's like always wearing the red leather like michael jackson jacket <laughs> yeah. and he's got the white michael glove on too <laughs> i'm they pretty sure in. it was like sequenced yeah it should have been yeah uh and robbie's like take that fucking glove off <laughs> like you look ridiculous <laughs> oh um he's i just i don't know sammy's funny he's just trying he's trying it you know so julia introduces glenn uh, to Robbie and Sammy, and Glenn's friend brings up Robbie's wedding. He's like, "You were must have been totally humiliated." Like, haha. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Why would I like? Yeah, my parents died when I was young too. Do you want to talk about that?" It's like, "Why would I do that?" It's, it's like, like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> so, Glenn and his friend are like trying to get fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get drunk, and Robbie says like he doesn't really drink that much. And mm-hmm. <laughs> guys, like, uh, Glenn's friend is going to go get them some drinks and. <laughs> Robbie is like, uh, yeah, have a few drinks and drive home. <laughs> the best insult ever. You're just like, mm. <laughs> that's me trying to do that sound you make. <laughs> at the party, Robbie tells Julia what Sammy had said about her at the beginning mm-hmm. about how he was going to give it to her and all this. And oh, Sammy's denying that he would ever say that. And Julia and Robbie are, are teasing him. Oh, yes. It's right? very cute and flirty, but 
yeah adam threw his friend under the bus there (laughs) oh for sure um but he was being but it's also something where i'm like yeah because robbie's not a sleazebag too so he's like he said that about you yeah fyi um so sammy like walks away because he doesn't want to get bullied (laughs) and so now it's just robbie and julia and she asks him how he's doing he asks her about her wedding plans and julia is making excuses for why glenn like isn't involved in the planning Mm. she's like making all these excuses for him and uh, robbie's like giving her tips on where she should go for wedding flowers and julia says that she's sad they won't be able to hang out anymore as much because he's not doing weddings and then he's like there's lots of other events at the hall and then it cuts to robbie singing at a bar mitzvah yeah this we're gonna talk about this oh i have thoughts (coughs) me too so Robbie approaches a kid. Uh, is that the kid that had to eat the cake in Matilda? I wrote down, this is the kid who plays Bruce and who has to eat the entire cake because Miss Trunchbull tells him that if you want to eat cake, you must eat the whole thing. I remember as a kid that that really disturbed me, that scene. Really, yeah. really It was harmful. Difficult to watch. Dark. Um, so anyway, he is sitting like on the side of the dance floor and Robbie asks him why he's not dancing. Mm. He says that he asked a girl, but she said that she doesn't dance with losers. Rude. Robbie says that he'll meet a nice girl someday and he makes eye contact with Julia mm-hmm. as he says this. So now Ro- Robbie's back on stage and he brings Julia up mm-hmm. and asks all these pubescent boys who would like to dance with this fine looking woman. Immediately objectifying her. They're all cheering <laughs> grandpa's like i do a lot more than dance with her which is like fucking gross so robbie says that she can have her pick of any man in the room and she should take her time picking the coolest Mm -hmm. guy in the room so she picks obviously the kid from before Mm -hmm. and he's trying to cop a feel on her Mm -hmm. and i'm just like what message are we sending to me the message is women are prizes to be won Mm mm-hmm and property mm-hmm. that's what it that's what it says to me yeah i don't like this scene at all no and it progressively gets worse um it, it was just like very strange because like he's singing and he, the the kids got his hands on drew barrymore's butt and she's just like oh and, and like, he tells her to go with it yeah, and just like, go with it Ooh, this is again not a great message mm-hmm. um and then he starts dancing and then puts I think like a little girl's, a little hands, girl's hands on, on his, his butt. butt. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get butts are funny, but. And then, yeah. And then we see old people dancing. They touch their butts. Sammy and the chef are dancing. They touch each other's butts. And I, we, we're not saying like, this is pure evil or whatever. No. That this is like, we're not like, we understand that this is trying to be playful. It's from a different time. It's yeah. meant to be sweet, but this underlying, I don't know, message or theme in this. It's, it's yucky to me. I can almost guarantee that you have been in a position where there was social pressure to accept something that was happening to you by whatever means. And it it was just so uncomfortable. You didn't want to be there. You didn't like it. But everyone's having fun around you. It's a joke. And you're just supposed to swallow it and don't be the person to ruin the joke. But you're the, sorry for the word here, butt of the joke. Um, It, it it really frustrated me because it was adorable. Then it got bad, and then it got butt touch and funny again. I suppose, but it was just like a very yeah. well. Weird it's also scene. with the with that kid. It's showing him like mm-hmm. uh, d- disregard boundaries and like even though you have not put work into yourself, you deserve yeah. You know, the whatever. It's just it's a it's something. It's a theme. 
like it's a bigger theme i think in society and stuff and, of course and uh yeah it's problematic but hmm. uh the best part about this scene is that uh george is playing all the instruments <laughs> and He's switching like, seamlessly yeah. there was a trombone there was a clarinet. clarinet yeah yeah Ugh. they are killing it on that stage that's so. the bit like those comedy bits happening in the background are so hilarious. funny so funny yeah well i'm glad that we could talk about that because it's oh, like yeah. it was weird and gross yeah and it's you know we we understand it's like meant to be comedy it's mm-hmm. you know coming from i'm sure if they made this movie today that wouldn't be in it mm-hmm. but it's good to have that conversation mm-hmm. especially about the yeah the touching and stuff it's and like generally throughout the movie they are like the the slut trope or like the whatever trope here like there a lot of um butts <laughs> of the joke are at the cost of women and i think at the time that was funny because a lot of how do i put this it's like we didn't have the space to challenge those things yeah just like drew barrymore didn't have the space to challenge the social pressure in that moment of that scene i just yeah i totally agree i'm glad we got to talk about it Mm -hmm. but that whole scene was wrapped up in a very cute wink they're having a lot of eye contact the through flirting. this whole thing. Yeah. Um, so after the bar mitzvah, Robbie and Julia are hanging out. And Julia thanks Robbie for the florist recommendation. It was great. Mm-hmm. And she asked him for more help with planning a wedding. And he agrees after some insistence on her. He's not like, he's not trying to plan a wedding. But mm, yeah, he's he still does have raw. all the inside <laughs> information, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> this next scene I love. Um, it's <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. It's Robbie and Julia are at the photographer's. Uh, the wedding photographers mm-hmm. and Robbie's talking to her, telling, trying to get her to take the knock the price down. Yeah, they're having a back and forth. The wedding photographer says that she can see that they're a truly happy couple and that they're going to make <laughs> it. She lists Donald and Ivana <laughs> broke up, and Woody and Mia. Ooh, Ugh. yeah, abuse and broke up. Oh my god, <laughs> we don't even. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, her her um happy couple dar is off. Yeah. We'll just say that. So he says that they're not getting married. And then Julia says that they're brother and sister. <laughs> and he says that they didn't get along growing up because he used to do this a lot. And then he grabs the back of her hair and like yanks it hard. Violently. I and then add. she bites him on the arm. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was hard. Like, I feel like his reaction is real. Oh, and as they were filming, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is another... St- place where we see just how easy and fun it is with them Mm -hmm. they just like they get along so great yeah they're they're bantering with each other they're playful they they like to prank and tease and yeah yeah it's really sweet Mm -hmm. um i could sense the closeness yeah (laughs) that's what she said yeah um (laughs) now they're um what would you call it not rehearsing like when you auditioning i would say they're like auditioning yeah the uh the new wedding singer. The new wedding singer. Or he was Robbie's competition wedding singer right. before. Uh, Jimmy Moore. Jimmy Moore. Who's played by John Lovitz, who I <laughs> love. <laughs> he plays this character perfectly. He's so good. Yeah. It's over the top. It's cringy. It's sexual in a way that is... The men in this movie are gross. <laughs> He's greasy. Ugh. Yeah, it's so yucky. Mm-hmm. Ladies night. <laughs> it's like, please no. That was good. Uh, <laughs> mind? Yeah. Like, Thank you. <laughs> um, so after the performance, Jimmy thanks Robbie for quitting because yeah. he's getting so much more business. And then he's like, or should I thank Linda? Mm. And Dick move. Julia's like, well, I should thank you 
because for I'm going to hire a DJ. Or you inspired me to that. hire a yeah, DJ. That's it. Oh, great insult. Yeah. You're terrible. I don't so, want to hire you. <laughs> no, he's terrible. Julia asked Robbie how he got into being a wedding singer. And he started doing it until his career took off, like mm-hmm. as a singer. And she asked him if he wanted to be a rock star. And he says that he had wanted to be a songwriter, mm. a songwriter that makes people feel, feel what he's feeling. Yeah. An artist. Yeah. And she asked him if he's written anything lately and that he should play it. And he's like pretty apprehensive and it's not good. And he's like, well, I wrote half of it when Linda and I were together and half of it after we broke up. So it's kind of <laughs> imbalanced. And she gets him to sing. And this song, if you have not seen this movie or mm. if you don't remember this part, mm. either watch the movie or just look at just watch Google this song it, on YouTube. Seriously. It slaps. It's so clever and good and you could obviously tell what parts were written before and after, but they it works. It's so good. I don't I think it's somebody kill me, please. Like yeah. I don't somebody know. Somebody kill me. Please. So he's in the beginning, it's very <laughs> soft and it's like I do not you yeah. like just like this when i with you i do not feel the classic good. adam center <laughs> yeah um and she's like glossy eyed while she's watching him sing yeah. it's like soft and sweet and romantic and then he starts the screaming part where he's like somebody kill me please yeah. i'm on my knees <laughs> pretty pretty please kill me oh. i wanna die put a bullet in my oh head. my god i'm coughing and along yeah, so it's, it's it's intense, but she's watching him and she's seeing him just like Feel. he's so emotional, and she's got tears in her eyes, and mm. she's kind of she's smiling because it's I think she's seeing it's like it's so crazy. Yeah, like she sees his pain and how it's just like she's fallen. It's beautiful though, she's you know. Born. It's like you're a fucking lunatic. Yeah, you know they're both lunatics together. Yeah. <laughs> And then we see uh, behind the stage, um, <laughs> Jimmy Moore. Jimmy Moore is like standing, creeping through the curtain. <laughs> and see like just part of his face, just his face, and he's like, he's losing his mind, <laughs> and I'm reaping all the benefits. And then he just slowly, slowly backs away. <laughs> so good, but yeah. And at, at the end of the song, Bob, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. It's not. We weren't supposed to have Bobby and Robbie two weeks in a row, but it's just mm. I'm having a hard time. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's crying, she's tearing up, and and it's just, it's I love this scene. I just think it's such a a pretty good scene. Julia takes Robbie out for ice cream to make him feel better and sweet. She asks him what happened with Linda, mm. and he says that you know she just wasn't the right one and julia asked if he had any idea she wasn't the right one while they were still together alluding to maybe her feelings, feelings yeah. of doubt with glenn and he says it was it wasn't one big thing it, it was just a lot of little things and he mm-hmm. says it's silly he mentions a time that they were on a plane and going over the grand canyon or something and mm-hmm. he wanted to look out the window and cuz he'd never seen it and she wouldn't change seats and mm-hmm. and he's like yeah it seems silly but like you know, it was a lot of little things like that. And Julia's like, I think the little things are really what's important, right? Because the little things are the day-to-day and what yeah. the relationship is really built on. Um, Robbie asked her how Julia knew that Glenn was the right one. And she says that she always saw the right one as someone that she could see herself growing old with. And that Glenn's going to be a really good-looking older man. 
great reason. Now we cut to a montage of Julia, her mom, Holly, Sammy, and Robbie tasting cake, trying on wedding dresses. <laughs> montage, montage, montage. I loot love the a corpse, montage. Loot the oh. <laughs> Different montage. Yeah, Robbie's playing piano for Rosie while Julia eats meatballs. <laughs> We're seeing that they're spending a lot of time together. Falling in um, love. Trying on wedding dresses, yeah, all this. Uh, making Sammy do an obstacle course in the limo is a prank. Okay, this is the scene that made this movie for me. This bit. I will explain. Yeah. So, what's the friend's name again? Sam? Sammy. Sammy. Okay. Yeah. Sammy is auditioning, let's say, trying out to be yeah. the, the limo driver. Yeah. He has set up this obstacle course, like you said, and he is zooming through these fucking cones and hitting almost every single one. Yeah. And then he, he, like, hits the brakes hard. We see Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, don't remember the names in this moment. They're timing him, kind of being like, will will he make it? Will he make it? He gets out of the car, runs over and finds these mannequins that are dressed as bride and groom. He chucks them into the limo. Yeah. And you could tell and how he's like running to is like hustling. (laughs) He is hustling. He is serious. He's doing his business. He gets back in the car and he races to the finish line. He gets out or no, he doesn't get out. And he's like, so did I get the job? And Adam Sandler's like, you hit like three cones. That could have been people at her wedding. And he's like, and then says the best line, they're just cones. (laughs) They were cones. They were cones. This bit could have been the entire movie for me. And I would have loved every it's second so of it. It's so funny. I yeah. love that ridiculous, absurd comedy. It's yeah. so good. And they're standing there and Julie is like, I'm going to hire him. He's the only limo driver in town. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. But so he tries. Yeah. And that's what matters. Is that all it takes to be a limo driver? You just have to own a limo. You know what I don't see in town? A limo. Shall we? This There might be an opening for Let's us. start a business. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast and a limo business. Oh my God. Taking over the world here. When uh, Did you go to prom in a limo? I did not. My date picked me up. Oh, that's Very sweet. Cute. I went in a red limo mm. and the inside was entirely red as well. Oh, that is epic. Snack like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> also epic. Yeah. <laughs> Created the vibe, the mood. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. I went to two because then I... Two proms? Well, yeah, because then I came back to uh, my old town because I moved in grade 11, right? Right. So I went to mine and then I came back to my old town and mm-hmm. went as a date with my friends so I could be with like all my real friends. You crashed a prom. Well not crashed, you were invited, obviously. But like yeah. that's badass. It was good. It was fun. Which one was better? Uh the OG oh, the original one, oh, of course. Because it's just the friendships are better. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. It's a milestone that you all get to do all get to do together. Yeah, and I'd rather be with people I've known my whole life than with people that I just met that I don't like. Fucking randos. Well and they were also just like that whole town sucked. Boo. Boo, second town. Boo. There was a very small handful of people in that town that were likable. Mm. And the rest could eat dirt. Uh, <laughs> no butts for you. So Sammy drops Robbie off at home in the limo after this long day of mm. montaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he <laughs> says that somebody left their jacket in the back of the limo. Robbie looks back and immediately recognizes it as mm-hmm. Julia's jacket. Mm-hmm. He remembers exactly where she took it off, what she said, what they were doing. And Sammy's like, oh, you like her. Yeah. It's very obvious. And Robbie denies it. Oh, Robbie. Yeah. Um, Holly and Julia are sitting in their wildly pink and yellow living room. <laughs> I love it. I do, too. The living room is pink with yellow furniture, and then the kitchen is yellow. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's really interesting because they go in hard on the 80s with some things, but Drew Barrymore is just dressed as 
the 90s Drew Barrymore we know and love her as. When they go out, the dress she's wearing is not, it is 90s. Yeah, right? But uh, Christine, I think this is the scene, or not, but like she is the epitome of violent neon on violent neon. Or she's doing the Madonna, like virgin curly hair, the the lace, like the gloves, the pearls. She's almost like a caricature of the 80s fashion. Same with George and some others are like Sammy wearing the glove Mm -hmm. and whatnot, but for the most part, Adam Sandler and yeah, George with the like, hair and the vest and the like the makeup and stuff yeah. is very yeah. And yeah, pretty much everyone else is except for her. And I bet that's on purpose. I bet that's on purpose. So they are having a discussion about what the wedding kiss should be mm-hmm. like. Holly thinks there should be tongue. Julia thinks it needs to be a little more chaste. What did she call it? Church tongue? yeah so because she's like no tongue okay well maybe a little bit of tongue but church tongue yeah Robbie comes in while they're having this discussion and Holly asks him to stay and help them like settle this kiss debate Julia says church tongue Mm -hmm. and Holly's like what do you mean and she's like I don't know how to describe it and she's like well show show it to me and then Julia goes to like leans in to kiss her cousin (laughs) she's like no not on me and then she's like here kiss him and this feels like the beginning of a porn Kinda. Right, it it's really like does. a very <laughs> loose, a very loosely veiled like reason for them to all start kissing. Did somebody order a pizza? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's um, kissing. So Robbie and Julia kiss, and it's very intimate. They, mm-hmm. It's longer than it needs to be. It's not gross. It's really sweet. They're looking at each other. It's like you can tell there's feelings. Holly is like having a moment too. We think that she's seeing. I thought chemistry. so. No, she's yeah, into she's it not. for other reasons. So Glenn immediately walks in <laughs> after they finish kissing. <laughs> Woof. And Robbie's like, I kissed her. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, truth and bounce. Yeah. Gotta go. Like, but it didn't mean anything. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then uh, Holly's like, oh, he, he's, he kissed me. And she, he's like, yeah, who hasn't? I'm just like, he's such a dick. I would never let my partner talk to my right friend, family member, mm. a woman Anyone. like that. Anyone. Yes. But he brings in. A massive CD box. player. That CD player was huge. Yeah. yeah. So he goes upstairs to hook up the CD player. And it's just Holly and Julia mm-hmm. now in the room. And Holly's like, oh, my God. And Julia's like, I know, right? And then she's like, Robbie's so cute. I should go out with him. <laughs> and so we realize what Holly was observing was not their chemistry. It was her seeing Robbie as being this like cute, sexy guy. I thought she saw it before she suggested the kiss. Because yeah. she the way that Julie was talking about Robbie, you could kind of see Holly like perk up a little bit being like, oh, she kind of is into him. And then suggests that they kiss. And I'm like, matchmaker here. But then... No, she just she wants in on it. Something I do really like about this movie is Holly and Julia's relationship. Yes, they're cousins and they're family, but it's a really supportive, tight relationship. Hell they're yeah. really tight. They're there for each other. And there is no because in other movies, this could be a moment where it's sabotage, where it gets catty yep. and that kind of thing. And it, and it's not. It's really not. And I just really love that about this movie is that it's 100%. like, yeah. I made a note of that too later on when yeah. stuff is revealed that like Holly's character is great. Yeah. I really like Holly. Yeah. She's a solid, solid friend to have. So yeah, she says that <laughs> I should date him. <laughs> and she suggests that the four of them go out on a double date recipe for disaster. So Robbie is setting up a workout set for Rosie. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's doing reps. We see someone is doing reps. Yeah. We don't see who. And then it kind of pans out. Robbie's putting this apparatus together for her. I don't know anything Ooh, about workout equipment. Great, great word. Thank you. And uh, yeah, she's working out, keeping it tight. She asks him why he's not dating anyone. And if it's because he's uncomfortable about showing his penis to someone new. Rosie. And she goes in hard talking about his penis and the size of it and the look of it and all this stuff. And he keeps just being like, okay, God, like, yeah. um, not okay. And this is an interesting <laughs> flip. Like, yeah. Granny's objectifying Adam Sandler now. Like, this is a very odd take. Is it satire? I don't really remember what satire is. But all I know is that there are so many sex positive slash pervy pervy aggressive sexually aggressive elderly folks in this movie (laughs) she like so this goes on for a bit and she says that she can help him practice asking a girl out and she's like this is cute she's like i'll be the girl and you be robbie and she's like sits she's like "Mm." right (laughs) and then he he asks her and she's like no you're what did she say your penis is too small (laughs) something like that and she's just fucking around she's she's playing um but then so amidst all of this really uncomfortable talk and you know kind of weirdness she says when you meet the right girl it's not about how you feel about her it's how she makes you feel about herself rosie coming in hot with those truth bombs yeah and even he's like wow that was surprisingly profound like you know in the midst of the weird Mm -hmm. penis inquiry (laughs) there's some real gems that rosie has penis inquisition (laughs) uh (laughs) Uh, that can't be the title right uh did we just find the title no penis inquisition that's hilarious hilarious i'm not having one of our episodes have penis in the title fine that can be meat fists it is no i hate meat fists so much (sighs) okay that was good that felt good okay so (laughs) they go to the club <laughs> no not yet julia oh. walks up to oh yeah, 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 to yeah, the yeah. Club. yeah i have to include this because uh rosie's in the background watching them <laughs> and she's just like lifting weight it lifting her weights yeah. and like watching them talk in the background i just thought that that's another thing where it's like that's funny that's funny like yeah. the background side quest level comedy is hilarious yeah i re- i was listening to adam sandler talking about how like when they started making movies they just made movies that they would want to watch yeah you know mm-hmm. and like that's really like what it's all about mm-hmm. and so i love that he has that freedom in his movies mm-hmm. because it's like those little things where did you ever like as a kid watch movies and with your friend and you'd be like if we were there we'd be doing this oh or, of like, course imagine this happening and yeah. stuff and i feel like there's that element in his movies of that ridiculousness oh over the top someone would be saying imagine if she was in the background watching them right and it's happening in the movie and i I love that element of his movies there's just always a an an extra layer of playfulness i think Mm -hmm. yeah now the four of them are at the club uh holly is all over robbie's Mm -hmm. neck touching on him and julia is drinking a lot and she has said before she doesn't really drink. No, and it's kind of curious because you're like, is she drinking a lot? Because she's uncomfortable that Holly and Robbie are kind of dating-ish? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The the one moment where she like 
forces a fry into his mouth in like a sexy way i was like oh this is the worst thing this is the secondhand embarrassment that also like don't feed me fries on the first date thing like it's just oh cringe i will let prob feed me off of his fork if i'm like i'm busy and i'm like can i have a bite that looks like this and he puts it on his fork and then like gives it to me yeah but it's never sexual no you know what i mean and it's like because my hands aren't free (laughs) because they're doing (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) but you know what i mean it's like that don't yeah not the baby and it's too much. And you can see that it's too much for Robbie. Mm. Um, and yeah, she's definitely drinking because I think there's this thing for her of she isn't single. No. So why should she care? And she can't be open about her feelings. And she wants to be supportive of her cousin. Robbie is a great guy and she doesn't want to stand in the way. No. But I like, feel like, like it's confusion, the drunk, the the doubt. It's She's dealing with a lot and it's kind of showing up here totally yeah it's like she doesn't know how to manage her feelings mm. about this quick question yeah what are bonds he's a bonds person um bonds are so companies will sell bonds to other companies it's like a stock but it's uh le- it's more safe okay so basically like and it'll be a less of a percentage so a company will sell bonds in to other companies or other people or whatever at a premium or a discount or at market rate and then depending on the price that you buy the bond for right. um, over time the turnaround time of the bond you are guaranteed you will get your investment back plus whatever rate was stated huh. when you signed the bond so it's similar to stocks but with stocks you don't have that guarantee right, right, right. of return on investment but in being safe it's less of a high turnaround so it's a good thing to invest in bonds if you if you're just looking for to if you have some extra money yeah like we all wish we did and you're looking mm-hmm. to just put it into something where you know you're guaranteed a, a return right you know but they uh the longer it is you know the more you're generally going to make but so it's that's basically what a bond is um him being in bonds it's like to me that's not like a high stakes no no but like um, it's very clear at this time in the 80s, like 85, that this was like the massive so I'm economic assuming, crisis. Yeah. Too, so, right? And I'm assuming his job is, uh, you know, to buy and sell them f- like for other people. Right. Right. It's just make believe money that people are making money off of. That's what I imagine. See, this is my. Well, he would be like providing a service. Right. But yeah. it's similar to stocks in that sense of like, it's just this thing that we've said is money. It's not a tangible thing. Money has changed hands. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Num- numbers are hard. Did you expect me to know what bonds were? Yes. Oh. <laughs> that's why I was like, ask Dakota, LOL, what are bonds? For yeah. real though, what so are they? That's financial corner. On I have been New taught. Cinema. Does that, is that, I don't, I'm not going to get any further into it. But we No, no, that's later, enough. So. It is yeah. similar to stocks. That's all. Stocks? <laughs> oh yeah, stock. But gonna... it's low risk, lower risk. Uh, reward interest yeah exactly cool yeah now i know there you go and i like this part where um well i don't like this part glenn's checking out the waitresses he's looking back he's and he's giving the vibe of like yeah he's too cool to be with these people and julia's already left to go to the washroom with not 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 yet not yet because i want to talk about the part where her and holly sang david bowie to each other and i think it's so cute and then they sing that oh yeah oh baby just you shut your mouth and glenn glenn goes okay shut your mouth Ugh. it's david bowie let him sing like if you can't like, hear me i'm 
aggressively rolling my eyes. But the timing of that is funny. Yeah. Yeah. So now, yeah, um, Julia is not feeling well. The girls go to the bathroom. Glenn tells Robbie <laughs> that his last name is Gulia. Mm-hmm. And Robbie's like, so Julia's going to be named Julia Gulia. <laughs> That's funny. And Glenn's like, why is it funny? And Glenn's I'm sorry, like, if you don't find Julia Gulia funny, you are the villain. Uh, they're having this conversation, this back and forth. And yeah. basically over this conversation, Robbie gets out of Glenn that he's a a constant cheater yeah that he cheats all the time he was suave though he was leaning into like this like boy locker room chat like yeah i'm gonna lean into this not really being honest about how i feel about things but just to see how far you are gonna take this yeah and he spilled all the beans Mm -hmm. uh holly comes back to the table and tells them that julia is sick and asks glenn to get his car they have to go Mm -hmm. and to meet them out front so robbie puts julia in the car with glenn and they have another moment of like looking at each other and there was some eye yeah. gaze holding. That's for sure. Robbie walks Holly to her door and asks her what she thinks of Glenn. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that he's fine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that kiss you guys had looked really good. Let me try kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They kiss. Uh, she tells him if he comes upstairs, he's going to get laid. She says yummy, too, which mm. made me yummy. really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yummy. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, and he says that his head is a mess. Like, he, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, my head's a mess. I don't. And then he asks about Julia again. And this is where Holly, like, she's a smart gal. She's like, oh, oh, how did I not see this before? You were in love with her. Yeah. Right? And again, he's like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> he's like she's just so nice and she's going to be marrying this absolute jerk Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm you know and holly's like sure and she's like well you know why he's she's marrying him right Mm -hmm. because he has money basically is what she's saying and he's Mm -hmm. like i guess money is important to some people and she says no it's important to all people fair um and then he's like well i guess i'm in trouble (laughs) because he doesn't have money um the next morning is when you were thinking of when Holly's yes. in her full workout wear. Yes, neon on, neon on, neon. Oof. She's making a big breakfast. Mm-hmm. Hangover uh, breakfast. Yeah, and Julia is wearing the same clothes she was wearing the night before, and she looks absolutely gray. Sick. Yeah. She asks what happened between Robbie and Holly the night before, and Holly tells her that sh- they kissed. And Julia asks who kissed who. Hmm. Yeah, Holly says... That she kissed him and then nothing else happened. And that he doesn't think very much of Glenn. And Julia's like, why? Like, huh? Right? And Holly says that she told him why Julia is marrying him. And it's because she loves him and for security. And Julia's like, that's not why I'm marrying him. Because of the security thing. She's like, that's not why. And then Holly says, then why are you marrying him? In like the realist tone ever they're not she's not playing with her she's not making fun of her she's saying why are you marrying him then and you see drew's face and it's just like she sees no like she can't come up with a reason Mm -hmm. the questioning continues yeah so julia runs to rosie's door looking for robbie because he usually is giving her lessons at this time. Mm -hmm. And Rosie says that now that he's gone to the city to get a real job, he doesn't have time to give her lessons for meatballs. And then we flash to Robbie in a job interview at a bank. Mm -hmm. And then back to Rosie, who's saying that he wants to make money 
and we can't expect him to live with his sister forever with all the nipple twisting that goes on there. <laughs> and then back to the interview where Robbie does not get the job. Back to Julia now. She's waiting outside his house and he pulls up. When he pulls up, she perks. She right, bounces. She's like, yeah. She's so excited to see him. They have an argument about him looking for a job. And he really shits the bed on this one. Like he He's trying so hard to be what he thinks he should be for her mm-hmm. in this world where he thinks he it's just like he just keeps digging a hole and digging the hole and then he says some like really terrible things about her. Yeah. Cuz they're yeah, it's cuz she's saying you're not materialistic and he's like, "Well, you love that material shit." Oh, yeah. So they're fighting Oof. about him looking for that job and her marrying Glenn basically so she throws into the air the drama what she had for him that she was going to give him papers fly everywhere the ribbon it was tied in a red ribbon we see that go up she walks away she walks away we see that it was uh, custom blank sheet music she had made for him and it has uh, words and music by Robbie Hart on the top just a thoughtful gift yeah I am an asshole Robbie goes to a dive bar. Mm-hmm. Sammy meets him there. Robbie tells Sammy that he that Sammy was right about women the mm-hmm. whole time, that he shouldn't be getting emotionally involved, and that he learned about Glenn's cheating, and mm-hmm. that he can't say any. He feels like he can't say anything. He tells Sammy that he's in love with Julia, but he has to get over it, and that then he wants to be like Sammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just be very surface with women and sleep with a different chick every night, that kind of thing. And Sammy opens up for the first time and says to Robbie that he's not happy. No, he does and not want this life. No. And he, you know, he puts it on on the outside. But all he really wants is for someone to hold him and tell him everything's going to be all right. Hmm. And he says, you know, if you found someone you can love, then you can't let it get away. Mm-hmm. And that's like... I really, I feel like as a character, Sammy needed this moment. A hundred percent. He was kind of slimy at the beginning, like really posturing and being like super toxic about how he sees women. You can tell that that comes from a place of insecurity. Yes. But it was nice to have him, Robbie being such a good guy, as this real good person, how could his best friend be a true slime ball if it's, if Robbie is really who he is saying that he is, right? Mm-hmm. Like. So it was important for us to see this really deeper, more um, vulnerable side of Sammy. Yeah, this part fucks me up. Julie is in her room with her mom, Mm -hmm. trying on her wedding dress, and she asks her mom if she really likes Glenn. And her mom's like, "She's he, you know, he has everything. It's Mm -hmm. great, and soon he'll have you." She starts crying and says that she doesn't know if she's in love with him anymore and that she's been spending a lot of time with Robbie. And mom's like, you're thinking of leaving Glenn for the wedding singer? Immediate harsh judgments. Very clear that this is not like a safe place for her to be honest about her real doubts about this. And she tells her, you're having cold feet. Everyone gets them. You're going to marry him. Everything's going to be perfect. You're going to live happily ever after. So mom goes to get her veil. When she leaves the room, Julia uh, gets up to look at herself in the mirror. And she's looking in the mirror and she's saying, it's nice to meet you. I'm <laughs> Julia Gulia. And like breaking down <laughs> while saying crying Because it. it's fucking ridiculous. It's awful. And Julia as this is happening, Robbie's walking down the street to her Ugh. house, practicing what he's going to say to her when he gets there about mm-hmm. how he has feelings for her and all this. Julie is crying. Then she looks back up in the mirror and she starts saying, I'm Mrs. Robbie Hart. 
and she just gets so happy clear she's happy saying this and i'm gonna cry right now when (laughs) so when robbie walks up he sees her in the window in her wedding dress talking and she's smiling and she looks so happy Mm -hmm. and he doesn't know what she's talking about he doesn't know it's about him so he walks away and goes back to the bar because he he's like i she's so happy i can't ruin this i can't ruin you know put this my feelings on her like this right which is honorable so sammy is in the bar with an older uh he's in his movies a lot too right and they're practicing moonwalking i mean who hasn't practiced the moonwalk we all have obviously sammy is a huge mj fan (laughs) (laughs) it's quite cute actually yeah it is cute um so robbie has like a bottle of booze they're not allowed to drink it in there they the three of them go into the alley to drink out there Mm -hmm. uh and they see glenn with a bunch of his goons and a bunch of women (laughs) actively in the streets yeah openly cheating arm around this girl there he's like in the middle of the pack strutting Mm -hmm. yeah taking up so much space glenn so robbie's also wasted yeah robbie's wasted he's like you gotta stop this cheating shit man what are you doing she's a nice girl like Mm -hmm. and glenn tells him not to snitch Mm -hmm. and he calls him a poor singing orphan (laughs) i was like oh my god this escalated really quickly glenn fuck off mean and robbie's like okay i haven't fought anyone since i was in you know (laughs) school but here we go so he squares up to fight glenn and then that older guy swings first before he gets a chance Mm -hmm. misses and then glenn knocks him to the ground him and his group are like standing over him he got sucker punched yeah like that was a glenn move through and through to sucker punch someone yeah Ugh. so they're standing over him their words are exchanged he's like talking shit uh, about how she's gonna marry a real man and whatever mm. and then they they let walk off whatever so robbie gets home stumbles home he is hammered whoa, 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 wasted and linda is waiting outside his house and there's that yeah this like, is a bad decision walking walking straight to you she tells him that she misses him and wants to come back and he says that he doesn't want to be alone anymore. Oh, and then he breaks. falls over. Oh, yeah. Don't do it, Robbie. Yeah. Side note. Yeah. There's, I think, two Yugos in this movie. Really? A red one and a yellow one. Aww. Yeah. I did Call not back. notice. Yeah. I love that. See? Mystical connections. <laughs> Mind you, I don't know cars very well. They just look small. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> The next morning, Julia rushes to Robbie's house, uh, knocks on the door, and Linda answers it wearing one of Robbie's, his Van Halen t-shirt. And Linda's such a bitch to her, honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she's like, oh, who are you? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and she tells him that he's in the shower. He's busy. Wink, wink. Uh, Julia asks her to tell her she stopped by and she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever kind of thing. So called her Jennifer or something like, yeah. So Robbie's not in the shower. He's passed out in bed. Mm -hmm. Linda wakes him up very creepily Mm -hmm. singing to him and he asks her what she's doing there. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I took, I took care of you. Right. And she says that she can learn to deal with him being just a wedding singer. Fuck right and she wants to off. come back yeah and he he's like you don't learn to deal with it i don't want you to learn to deal with it you shouldn't like, have to learn to deal with yeah it. what uh and yeah he's like this is over you lunatic and like kicks her out she's like you're still pissed about that wedding thing <laughs> yeah. 
So Julia bursts into Glenn's room. Mm-hmm. He's lucky he didn't have somebody else mm-hmm. in that bed, honestly. He's sprawled out in his disgusting bed with his silk sheets. Leopard print undies. <sighs> um, and she wakes him up and tells him that she wants to get married in Vegas. And I just, I just love this, too, because it's like their wedding is supposed to be two days from now. <laughs> yeah. But they're going right now. Yeah. She is clearly upset she misunderstood the whole linda thing we're sitting with a classic miscommunication robbie thought something julia thought something but the whole time they just love each other yeah so rosie is singing to her husband at their anniversary uh she's standing and singing he's sitting in a chair holding her hand mm-hmm. and he like kisses her hand and he's staring at it her is and so it's sweet really sweet yeah and robbie's watching her sing we flash to julia and glenn in the airport waiting for their flight Then back to Rosie singing, Robbie's watching them and he hears Julia's voice saying, I just always envisioned the right one being someone I could grow Mm. old with. And he's seeing it. Yeah, he's seeing it. He looks at Sammy who's standing next to him and Sammy's like, I know, I'll go get the car. Oh, Sammy comes in clutch. Yeah. So as he's running out of the hall, Holly's running in. Mm -hmm. She stops him and she tells him that Julia came to his house to tell him that she was in love with him and Linda answered the door. And she was so upset that her and Glenn just jumped a plane to Vegas. So Glenn and Julia are boarding. Mm-hmm. Sammy, Holly, and Robbie are driving to the airport. They run up to the ticket booth. Robbie gets the last ticket, first class, on the last plane out mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. Robbie is on the plane in first class. Billy Idol is there. Oh, yeah. This is such a great... I love this... everybody listening to Robbie and his story and Billy Idol is getting into it and like rooting him on. Yeah. So he's like telling the steward uh, like why he's there, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And everyone in first class is kind of gathering him around him. And, you know, what are we going to do? You have to save her from this, you know, this terrible guy. guy. We find out now because we don't know. But Robbie is on the same flight as the same plane. Y'all they're in coach. So. Billy Idol goes on the loudspeaker and announces that a first class passenger is going to sing a song inspired by a coach passenger. Mm-hmm. She hears it. Glenn's passed out mm-hmm. sleeping and she's like, what's this? And Robbie comes on the loudspeaker singing the song he wrote for Julia. And she starts tearing up when she realizes it's him. Almost immediately she recognizes Instantly, him. Instantly, yeah. And she's looking around to see like, where is he? And everyone is staring at her. Mm-hmm. And then Robbie comes out from behind the curtain singing and strumming his guitar. Glenn wakes up and realizes what's happening. <laughs> and he like gets up and the steward takes the cart and like slams it into him. And he's, <laughs> They're all like, on Adam yeah. Sandler's team. He tries to like scuttle. He scuttles across to the other aisle to run up. And then Billy Idol hits him with the, the <laughs> next one. And then this like biker is like fan hey, of Billy Idol. A fan of Billy Idol is, <laughs> protects him. They <laughs> knock him back. The stewardess pushes him into the bathroom, closes the door. That is the end of Glenn. He has been defeated. Robbie finishes the song on one knee in front of Julia. Mm-hmm. That song was about you. I got a confession to make. <laughs> that song was about you, which is so so sweet. Um, they confess their love for each other. Billy Idol. Uh, butts in and tells him that he's going to tell the record label guys about him. Great timing, Billy. Yeah. Really, and he's <laughs> just like, ruin the moment. Her first? Like, <laughs> yeah. So they kiss, and then it fades to them kissing at their wedding. So Dakota texts me yesterday. There's I have one more thing to okay, say. Okay, okay. 
David is their wedding singer. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. The guy from the beginning. Steve Buscemi, the drunk brother, is their wedding singer. And he's and rocking it. Yeah, he's doing gr- a great job. Oh. And that's the end of the movie. Okay, now you can see Okay, so Dakota texted me last night because we have a tendency of watching this movie the night before to yeah. keep it fresh. To yeah, keep it, like, it's, it's helpful. So she texts me and she's like, I've chosen two movies that end in weddings. And she is a classic hopeless romantic. Two in a row. In a two row. of my picks in a row ended with weddings. Yeah. I never realized that, I guess, mm-hmm. about myself. I love love. Yeah. I love a happy ending. I love when they get married in the backyard. You it's know? so, it, it's like the, you don't need anything other than that for the ending because mm-hmm. you know they're going to make it. They're totally going to make it. Yeah. So I know I wrote down that. In the wedding montage scene where um, Adam Sandler is helping Drew Barrymore with like all of the, you know, get her a deal or like, yeah, he should be the wedding. He should be a wedding planner. Mm-hmm. But of course, he's going to make it big as a as an artist. But yeah, I feel like now he's going to be really successful financially with being a, a songwriter and Linda's going to be kicking herself for eternity for mm-hmm. not valuing him uh, for who he was. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, I love that movie. It was very sweet. And like I said, there were so many like little bits or gags that I was just like, that's great. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. And uh, what we were talking about before, too. I think it's one of those movies where, yeah, it is a little bit mature, but like the whole family can watch it. Mm, You know, mm -hmm. like it's like one of those ones where it might feel like a little bit older, but like your parents are fine with you watching it when you're seven. Because what's the moral of the story? Like be yourself, love people who love you for you being yourself and tell the truth and be honest about who you love because you'll marry each other. (laughs) (laughs) How many meat fists out of 50 or how many meatballs? Meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) How many meatballs out of 50? Okay. I'm going to start with 50 and oh, subtract. Oh, 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 I, no, better idea. Like, okay. you know, uh, on stop, on top of spaghetti all covered in cheese, your meatball, like a meatball, like a mountain of meatballs. How many, <laughs> you're, you're loading up your plate of spaghetti. I'm a meatball. The meatballs are big. Okay. They look delicious. How many meatballs are you taking onto your plate? Does that make sense? <laughs> okay. So it's going to be subjective because how big is the plate? Uh, it's like a normal size plate. Okay, I would take, I need to think about this because like meatball to enjoyable ratio. You saw those meatballs, so they're huge. They're huge. Imagine your stomach is like, you're you're going to go for it. You haven't eaten, mm-hmm. but you've been drinking a lot of water. It's ready. It's and ready. <laughs> you're, you're looking at it. In this situation, your eyes are not bigger than your is stomach. Is there spaghetti or is it just meatball? There, no, there's spaghetti. Okay, I have to mm-hmm. factor in the spaghetti. Okay, yeah. I think I would go with. Five giant meatballs mm-hmm. with garlic bread. Mm, okay. Yeah. The garlic bread is that limo time, yeah, yeah, yeah. time it's the scene. limo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is the limo. It is the limo. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's legit. I'm going uh, six, no no bread. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing more, less, I'm trying to make more room for the meat, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh, yeah. The movie was good. It was funny. Obviously, there were parts that were just like, let's not. Yeah. That doesn't track anymore. And we we are going to encounter that almost probably every, every single week. Yeah. Every movie is going to have, ooh, that doesn't track anymore. Um, But I think that's like a really, f- you know, I I was going to say fun, but like a a good element of it. It's like disagreeing let's, with let's, we can We can disagree and we can also have that conversation in the fun space. And that's okay. We don't have to. We can just move on. And we can just label things by meatballs. Yeah, it's important to acknowledge it, to mm-hmm. 
to name it. Mm-hmm. And lean into this is incredibly special because this movie was something to you for a very yeah, it's the, good chunk of your life. Yeah, it's joyful. It doesn't make it bad. It's romantic. Yeah. Aw. Who's so, your favorite character? George. I like I said, yeah. multiple times. Yeah. George will go down as my favorite character. Yeah. Um Ooh. It's Sammy or John Lovitz for me. <laughs> but also Jamie Moore. David. The, there are so many great, like, just the little side characters are all fucking awesome. Like, yeah. so good. So funny. I think that's the essence of an Adam Sandler movie. All of the mm-hmm. side characters coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Quirky. rich tapestry, if you will. Amazing. <laughs> She's grabbing her hat. Okay, I'm not going to fuck it up this time. You have to, okay, pick the whole hat up. I thought okay, you were just, no, I'm just oh. I thought you were just, like, casually reaching in to just grab one. Oh. I'm like, no, it needs to be a to random. Do. And, like, it needs to be a... A ritual. Ceremonial. Like, yeah, ceremonial, yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm shaking them. Okay. <gasps> ah! She's ripping around in there. She's she's digging. Oh. This movie. I am very excited for this movie. I yeah. only remember. I looked at my, my, my papers before we started because I was like, oh. what did I write forever ago? Don't put Don't it back. Give it Jesus. to me. I, I have, I keep them all in a little okay. pile over here. And I forgot that I put this in and I'm very pleased that yeah. I picked it. Have you seen? Yes. But like when it came out. Oh, and ages like ago. one, maybe t- two times. Like it's not, I couldn't tell you anything about mm-hmm. it except for one person that's in it. And we will not reveal that. You have to tune in to next week's episode. I'm excited to see uh, if there's another through line with this one. Oh, I'm sure we'll find it. We'll find one. The pattern. The pattern. <laughs> the magic. The red strings on the wall. <laughs> um, yes. Thank you so much for listening. I'm a little tuckered out now. My throat is like. Yeah. I need whoever guides or whoever like has the script definitely has more to carry. It's a little workout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please. If you enjoyed that take the time to like and subscribe mm-hmm. we are available on apple Podcasts, spotify you name it baby pretty much you name it we're on there um yeah if you taking a little bit of extra time to subscribe like it rate review it really does a lot for us mm-hmm. uh and we really really appreciate it it's, yeah. it's not just an ego thing we swear uh, i don't know i had to talk myself down before i came i'm like i am a superstar yeah you are a superstar <laughs> we are talk super- yourself down we are superstars yeah um yes uh you can yeah um you can find us on instagram at new friends cinema follow us there and if you have any questions or you want to reach out mm-hmm. uh requests or or you just want to say hi uh you can email us at new cinema at gmail.com Woo-woo. i think that's everything that is everything okay until next time bye bye Testing one, two on mic one. You're a superstar. That is what you are. Come I don't know. The the in a from the sun. <laughs> Come away with me. Hey. To another place. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. And they have heart on each other. Ah ha. <laughs> That's the only thing I know. Ha ha. From one planet to another. Ha ha. Let's see if that works. <laughs>